Oh my goodness, what is a girl to do? Now, when I tell you what's happening this week, you'll probably just go, oh, Christy, poor, woe is me, Christy, oh, Christy. There are, you know, there are other things in the world to be upset about what you're upset about. But please, let me share. So I go to PT this morning. I end up purchasing this, what is it called? It's called, a, here I am, I'm in the truck, a stretch out strap, training and conditioning with the stretch out strap. Now it's not an S and M E kind of thing. It's it's a really it's a uh, well, I mean it's supposed to help me stretch my leg out because my adductors are really really tight, and that's something to think about. All of my pain is on my left side. Now I'm just telling you this, and then you kind of relate and put it to your body. It's like donkey pin the tail on the donkey, but pin the tail on you. I pin the symptom on you. Oh, oh, that's it. That's it. The, the AWOL zebra pin the symptom on you. And then you could, I don't know why that would be so much fun, but hey, neither high nor there. Now, yesterday went just as I, as I anticipated. After hours of feeling like crud, I needed salt and then I was good to go. I woke up this morning a little residual, you know, body getting used to being able to use the restroom kind of thing. And then, boom, drug myself to PT. Why? Because PT is my job. I went in. My pelvis is staying level. I still have a little bit of a flare on my right side. But it's getting better. And it's because I'm doing nothing. And it's driving me nuts. Now, when I left, I'm like, man, I feel so much better. I'll go wash the truck. Ding, 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 ding. No, you can't do that, idiot. So I keep trying to tell myself, you've got to stay the course. Because if you just do everything that Cindy Hartman, Cindy Hartman is telling you to do, then you will get better. So I said, okay. And that's what I'm trying to do as I'm trying to focus. But my left side is full of pain. But it's my right side that's super tight because it's dominating. So figure out where your dominant side is. Ooh, that's so cool. I got this little black S&M-y strap. And wow, this is kind of like S&M. Posture respiration is kind of like S&M. I don't know why. Because I've got a dominatrix, Cindy Hartman, and she's telling me what. Okay, that's probably far stretch. But anyway, I am finding that with my adductors being tight, that's the inside of my thigh on the left side of your inside of your thigh. On my right leg, it's on the left side. So the inside of my thigh on the right leg, can I be any more confusing, is so tight that it's pulling. And as it's pulling, it's pulling my pelvis on the right side in because my left side is so open and free, but it doesn't need to be. It's not strong enough yet. So my sacrum goes to the right because my right is pulling it. So I need to release the piriformis on the right side. I need to release the adductor, adductors, hence the reason for the belt or the string or the strap, whatever it is. So... I get that. And then as I'm walking out, I'm like, when I came in, she's like, I really noticed a difference. And she goes, even the front desk receptionist noticed your attitude, your walking. And when somebody else noticed it, that, that's pretty important. That's pretty cool. And I said, well, yes, I'm trying to make a difference. And I said, I hope I'm understanding everything properly. And it's so nice for someone to give me positivity that's in this medical field along with me. Because 
having heads can just be, I mean, I realized it's kind of like my dating life right? And I guess this just triggered in because, see, I can't go back to the house yet because, well, the roof cleaner's there. Today's the roof cleaner. Tomorrow is the tree cutter. Wednesday are the house cleaners. Thursday are the window cleaners. And I went and got the best price of everybody because, you know, I'm cheap and I've got to get the best prices that I possibly can. And I'm afraid I don't want somebody in my house doing this stuff. And you're probably like, oh, you're complaining about nothing. Anybody would love to have somebody clean their house. But to me, it's kind of like independence being given away. It's, I mean, I don't, I mean, I just, I don't know how, you know, I want it done a certain way. And I'm beyond that at this point because I realize that it just can't be done. And my husband's like, I feel guilty himself because he's like, I can't get to everything. But when he says that everything, it upsets me because I used to do everything all but go out and work and then even then I was going out and working but I enjoyed it I thrived upon it I lived for it that's what I wanted to do I wanted clean gutters I wanted that rubber piece in my refrigerator that keeps the door you know closed properly I cleaned that to a T there are I'm just that persnickety I like a clean home and you wouldn't tell it by now and so these people are going to come in and clean the house and so I'm trying to do all this well the the roof cleaner you have to have everything 15 feet away from your house or they'll charge you a hundred dollars if it has to be moved well hello that's not going to happen here so I schedule it hopefully it would be done just you know as I was doing physical therapy, I wouldn't miss it. Well, I came back to the house. He was there. And I'm like, I can't get into my driver and driver's spot. You know, I can't get up my driveway. So I can't park right behind the house. And I'm like, well, I can make it up there. I could probably make it back down the hill. But I'm a little concerned, you know. Can I do it? Can I not do it? And I said, well, I'll just go to the store and I'll grab some milk and some bananas. I'm accomplishing something. So I was going to the store. And on the way to the store. I saw these bright orange outfits and you know if you don't have to wear bright orange I just don't think it's the best color for any one person coral kind yeah but bright orange no it just makes me think jail and I thought well that's odd I've never seen uh, jail people, or I guess that's inmates, right, uh, on the side of the road on Jamestown Road, not like we're so good for it, but it's just a small, tiny road, and, and you just wouldn't think people would be cleaning it, and I thought, you know, I can't believe these people are wearing bright orange, it's just not the color that I think everybody should wear, and then I looked and realized, oh my goodness, it's inmates, and they were walking down the road, and there was only one one policeman with them so there was three of them and he was on the one side with the one and the other two were on the other side and my husband and I just watched court cam last night and if they can get out of court when there's three or four bailiffs and you've got to go past security I mean I think I can see one of these three adios and, and going off on their merry way and that's my neighborhood so as I was driving by and I noticed that I thought to myself hey I'm not looking to see which one of the men I used to date because that was my dating pool. It would be like, okay, Christy. I mean, that's why I never would have bought a house that was built anytime from like the eighties up because if it was anybody that I dated, I dated a lot of construction workers. I like a man that can do things. But when I, 
dated those people, I knew they had no business building a house and I would not want to buy them. That's why I looked for a brick rancher. That's why I bought the house I grew up in because I knew what was done to it since 1978. I'm cheap and I'm practical. So I'm thinking, I don't look anymore to see if I dated one of those people. I said, wow, I've really moved up. And then I thought about it. You know, HEDS is a lot like my dating life. And maybe it's like yours, too. Now, remember, don't forget, you know, pin the tail or pin the symptom on the HEDS because the opposite side is the side that you want to trigger. Probably. And I'm just giving you that because nobody ever told me that before, but I'm just now figuring it out. I've been going to the left side and everything is done on the left side. I can't release it anymore. There's like the fascia, the adhesions are like gone. It's still the right side, but there's like no pain. It's because the right side is so dominant. And so when you get back to my dating life and I think about it, you know, it was okay in the beginning. And then I tried a lot of different men or boys, I should say, and nobody was really to my liking. I do a little bit, and then whatever I did with them made me a little bit worse, and then I got worse and worse and worse, and then I, oh, I did, I did, and I was date, and I was dating the people that I thought I needed to date, people that were taller than me, people like the last guy I dated, he was just tall with long blonde hair, and I just thought, wow, He's incredible, but you can't really be the woman that changes somebody to, you know, stops them from having a meth addiction, previous children, um, a crack addiction, everything like that. I can pick them. I sure can pick them. That's why I was so happy that I kind of just gave up looking but knew I needed something better than what I had, so I was looking with with a fine tooth comb and I wasn't just going to go for somebody that fit the physical that I thought that I needed much like the HEDS and the remedies and the modalities that everybody has said that I needed yes I need physical therapy I needed physical therapy but all the physical therapy I was getting was a lot like my first boyfriend you know it'd be really really good at first and then it would just blow up in your face and then it just wouldn't work anymore and then every modality that I've tried has been like that and now I feel like I possibly have found the modalities that are working for me I had to get rid of those fascial adhesions every time you subluck something you damage your fascia you you get a surgical incision you damage your fascia you've got a wrinkle you damage your fascia so you have to really find the modalities that work for you because I had so much limited mobility because I could actually feel some of the adhesions I needed to get rid of those adhesions all the times I did physical therapy it just it wasn't a fit so it has taken me a long time until I have I think I have found the right thing for me. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty darn sure because I'm not going to change it. Now, that's really a bad analogy because my husband and I were together through thick and thin. I mean, he has to cheat on me in order to get out. That was already the 
the the deal when he proposed before i said yes i said you don't really have to i appreciate it but there is no out divorce is not an option i said you have to cheat on me and then my violent attacks after you have cheated on me probably won't be worth it i said but if you want to take a shot at marriage i'm your gal so i accepted his proposal and boom there you go. So I'm trying to look at fascial remodeling and postural respiration as the husband in this illness because we have to forever change. Things always have to evolve and you have to grow, right? I mean, that's what I'm thinking because this illness forever changes. And then I was, you know, trying to think, how can I put like positive spins on people coming to the house and doing things? I'm trying to think, you know, my husband's like, I work real hard and I've made the money. So I think we just need to just bite it and let's just go ahead and do it. And so I'm going to take his lead on this, but it's not something I think I can do often. I think if I can just get somebody to come in and, and get the couple of years off of dirt that we haven't been able to get to, then something we could possibly keep up and do less and less and less. But my mental process of it has really grown, I'd like to think, just like my choice in men. I went from little boys to men. And I like to think that that's a positive thing and, and all of that is pretty darn good. And you know, I drank, I did, I got myself a sonic beverage after PT and a piece of toast because that's my treat to myself. And it's half price if you do it from 5 a.m. to 10. So, I mean, it's a dollar sixty, and I get a piece of toast and, you know, $2.10 if I splurge and go for two pieces of toast, but my drink's half price and I get it. And I'm like, well, I've already been to the store and I've already gone back by my house and then I went back by and He's like, I've already done one treatment, but there was so much moss. I'm going to put another treatment on there. I'm like, okay, fine. I said, how long do you think you'll be? And he goes, well, I can hurry. I said, I don't need you to hurry. It's okay. But see, and the first time I rode by the house, I was like, I'll just be quiet and I'll go and I'll go into the store and I'll get some milk and some bananas and then I'll come out. And then I'm like, I certainly can't carry those up the hill. So I need to ask this man. You know, I said, you've already been paid. I did the invoice and I said, how long do you think you'll be? It's like about 15, 20 more minutes, but I can hurry it up. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll just go. So I drove up to the shopping center and I'm like, I can't go in anywhere. And I looked at my empty cup and I thought, well, I have to tinkle and I won't go squash in the bushes because I did that and I fell into a batch of poison ivy one time and that was a disastrous itch. And so I said, I'll go in the cup. So I went in my cup. And then I had a few minutes and I said, well, I'll do the podcast because I have to do that every day. And even yesterday, I didn't feel much up to it, but it's like I heard, I heard from a couple of people and, and they're very kind. They're like, Hey, you know, not feeling so good. So I need to catch up. Hope you're doing well. Nothing personal kind of things like that. And I realized, you know, I don't feel like doing the podcast every day. I really don't. But I do it because that's my medicine. But there are days when I don't want to speak to anybody else. And I understand that. And I'm a lot to take. 
And so I am so grateful that anybody comes back. And by the way, you can follow us on Spotify. We're gaining them followers. So this is so exciting for me. But it is my outlet because I think I was going crazy. It wasn't anything that I had control of. And this illness, you have no control of. And you need to find a way to, to gain control because your life just doesn't feel like your life. And right now, I'm having to do with this PT and I'm really having to focus on these exercises. And I've avoided all my paperwork again today because I was lying down till I went to PT. When I get home, I'm going to take a shower and then got to go get my son. But I've got to get my head out of my derriere so I can progress. But right now, I'm just overcome with physical therapy. So I'm thinking this is much better than being overcome and being stuck in bed. I'm just a little overwhelmed with the things that I'm doing. But I have to realize that I'm just in a little dip right now. You know, I love a dip. Just in a little dip right now. And I'll be moving up and being able to progress because my body is starting to accept proper posture. But it almost hurts a little bit more in a different way because I'm making myself go into proper posture. And that might sound ridiculous, but when your body has been used to leaning to one side and you didn't realize it, it takes a lot of mental effort to get it back. And so I'll instantly put all my weight on my right leg and raise my left leg up like an ostrich and stand there in the kitchen and go, oh, can't do that. Put my left leg back down and try to get myself level on both sides. It's a process, but I have to realize that I have to go through this. And if I'm just staying the course and just focusing, it will all come together. And then I won't be having to focus on doing these exercises and maybe I'll get, be able to get to the strengthening and then my body will just kind of move without me having to tell it, put weight on your left side, do this. And it's your whole side that is dominant that gets messed up. That adductor on my right side, on the inside of my leg, on my inside of my thigh, it being tight is doing so much damage and pulling me in, I need to find a way to stop it. And the way to do that is by stretching it out. And the way to make it worse is to be getting up and doing laundry and doing all the things that I'm not supposed to be doing. And I'm feeling a little bit better and I want so badly to go and do all of these things, but I know that I can't. Going and getting a, two gallons of milk and some bananas is probably the most of, of what I need to do. And then tinkling in a cup. That was so exciting. I haven't done that in a long time. And, and I know that that's stupid to be happy that I did that, but I'm like, I can multi, this is, this is the most multitasking that I've been able to do in a long time. And as pathetic as it sounds, it's really a golly whopper of an achievement, at least for me. Because when I was stuck in bed, I couldn't talk, I couldn't walk, although many people might have been happy. Me, not so much. 
the fact that I am able to get out and say, hey, what am I doing? Do I tinkle in a cup? Do I go home? What do I do? I'm out and about. I can just do what I need to do, do my podcast, and that's several to-dos done. And I went to the store. So I've got to check off the happy little things that don't mean much to anybody else but mean an awful lot to me. So that's how I'm trying to get through feeling kind of good but trying not to screw it up. And it's really very hard, actually. It really, really is because I'm kind of at the point It's like I'm walking so well and I'm so proud of myself and I can tell the difference. And physical therapy can tell the difference. But I'm almost afraid for people to see me doing this well because if something happens and I'm down tomorrow, it raises eyebrows. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you get out of a parking space in a handicapped placard area, and you're not getting into a wheelchair, or if you don't have crutches, people look at you. I'm beyond worrying about what people think, but it's still, this illness is still a big mental thing, and you yourself, I think, have the ability to make it better. Now remember, I just tinkled in a cup. I'm killing time, so I don't have to go home and deal with the person doing work at my house. So... Take it with a grain of salt. But I'm being sincere. And I'm just telling you from my perspective, the patient's perspective, it really is a mental thing for us because the pain is so intense inside. And when you feel like you don't have the support or you feel like people aren't believing you, I don't know about you, but I hurt worse. My body aches more. My ability to want to do anything is far less. But when I'm understood and I don't have to fight defending myself, I feel more at ease. I feel more like a winner and having doctor's appointments and all of this stuff just kind of drains you. And it does. It kind of takes it out of you because you're in that I'm sick phase. And we are. We are forever sick. Me, probably more so mentally, but I'm a happy one. And I do. I think that, you know, it is a process and that we have see like I'm leaning to the right so I got to correct myself so I push myself to the left as my body goes to improper posture I start it takes a few minutes sometimes but when I start feeling pain I immediately think okay what's wrong well actually don't immediately I'm like damn this hurts a little bit and then I'll wait a few more minutes and I'm like wait a second wait oh yeah I need to slide my pelvis to the left a little bit. Okay. It feels wrong, so I know it's right. So there you go. And then the pain 
just goes away. It's like everything I have been doing has been making the muscles bunch up. My QL is a lot better now. The pain there is a lot better. So I am learning, and Cindy, when she gave me this strap-on thing, well, it's not a strap-on thing, but this is a strap, and you got to put your foot through the hoop. It looks kind of neat. But when she gave that to me, she said, Christy, there's a lot of exercises on the list. You are not to do any of them, only what I showed you today. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. And she truly is the only person that I have listened to verbatim almost every day. My fasciologist, I would listen to, but I started getting a little different with just for other reasons. But now I understand a lot. I understand a lot of, of the methods to her madness. So I feel much better there now. But now that I'm listening and I'm paying attention and I notice some improvements, even with the down days, like yesterday, it wasn't my normal down day. It was that illness that I get that I've had since I was a little girl, which I thought was normal. And after talking to a few of you that have this, I have found out that you suffer with it as well. But people in my everyday life, don't know what I'm talking about. So it's nice to have this for me. And I hope so for you. And I appreciate you coming back. And it's okay if we don't get to chat every day. If you don't come. Trust me. I might not feel like doing the podcast. But I need to. Why? Because my competitive streak is coming back. And now. Because I've got serious for free. For three months until September. In my truck. I got in the truck this morning. I immediately went to my iPod. Why? Because I don't want to listen to disc jockeys. As I said, I was either fired by the person there or I worked with them and I'm bitter. But when I get to listen to Sirius, I get to hear some music and sometimes maybe I forgot it. So I do it. But every now and then they have a disc jockey pop in and it's like a laid back Lenny. And I can't stand a laid-back Lenny. And it was on classic rewind or something. Or vinyl. Vinyl. I think it was classic vinyl. And he's like, I'm Eric Ribic. Ribic. I think was his name. Eric Ribic. And this is the vinyl. And, well, that was good to find one without a scratch on it. That was them. This is the guest who in your ear with these eyes absolutely like no energy said nothing did nothing for me and i can't stand that and when i listen to a radio break i critique it like why did they talk oh my my, my truck just did whatever it did i don't know what it did that's funny it kind of cut me because i've been sitting here for so long I just now learned how to do the heat. I've had the truck for two and a half years. And I just today figured out how to do the heat and the AC. And I figured out what this one little button was for. So, yes, I'm so excited. These little things. That just shows you. It doesn't show you my unintelligent. Or that probably just did. It doesn't show you that I am 
not, you know, I'm oblivious to everything. It just shows you I wasn't in the vehicle for years. <laughs> we bought it in 2020 because I lost the use of my hip in 2020. And then I was down in 2021 and 2020, 2020, 2022, 2020, 20. Oh, Lord. Last year, I was in the truck and just hoping I could make it from point A to point B. Today was my first day. That's how I'm going to look at it. I'm not an idiot. I just haven't been in the truck. Today is the first day that I was driving without being in excessive pain, without worrying about getting from point A to point B. I just wanted to hear music, and I just wanted to understand how my heating and cooling system worked in my vehicle, and I figured it out. That's a positive right there, and I think that's where we need to end, my friend, right there. We talked about my date in life. We talked about pin the tail on the symptom and then trace it. That's what you need to do. Trace it. If your left hip is hurting, go check your right piriformis and tell me if it's not stiff. And that's what she said. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait till tomorrow. Have a lovely day.